Yo, yo, yo. What's up, Sooner Nation? This is your host, Jaron Kanick. I'm joined by Danny Stutzman, Jeremiah Hall, and Brayden Willis. Welcome back to another episode, a very spooky episode of the Podcast on the Prairie. What's up? What's up? Music. What's happening? Yo, yo, yo. Hello. Yes. Hello, hey, Willie. Hello. 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 It's good to see y'all again. It's good it's to see you. Uh... I, I saw, uh, saw Jay Hall at the Walk of Champions. Uh, I see that, that glistening head. Fresh. Yeah. Shit. I was actually, funny story about the Walk of Champions. I was, so the sun was setting on the, on the back end of us. But I noticed, like, I, I thought the sun was in my eyes or something. I was walking, I was walking <laughs> east, and I caught like the biggest glare in my eyes. I thought the sun was setting to the east, but it was actually just the sun reflecting off of Jeremiah's forehead. So, there's your, there's your little fun fact of the day. <laughs> I think our I'm bus sensitive. driver, our bus driver, had to put emergency shades on because we almost like couldn't see the road when we were coming down Lindsay. Yeah. Yeah, you had to toss yeah, up the Louis V's that quick, you had. Like, blinder so you didn't kind of rack and, you know. Yeah, I, I didn't wear shades for this one either. It was kind of like. Was... Hey, just so both of y'all know, I ran to catch you guys and say, hey, like, that's how much of a friend I am. Because y'all passed me the first time. Aww, I appreciate that. I gave you a really big hug. Yeah, yeah we, you we gave me some good daps. That felt good. I was like, this feels like my son. Go ball out. Aw. <laughs> Wow. Bro, I was right there next to Papa Stutz, bro. He was already lit. It was like ten thirty. Three o'clock, dude, on a Saturday. Come on. Yeah. You kidding me? I don't even know if he recognized me. He saw something. Uh, he, re- he probably recognizes you. Nah, he recognizes. Stutz be in his own world, bro. I love it, bro. I totally look bad because after I hugged you guys, I walked away, and I was holding a white cup, and I I tripped on the sidewalk walking back to where I was going in front of like all those people. I was like, no, Jay Hall. He's losing it. Look. He's losing it, fellas. <laughs> He's losing it, fellas. He's lost his where's, touch. Uh, where's Jaren? What do you mean? I'm right here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice hat, this, bro. This is, this is him after the Cincinnati game. Yeah. You guys are wondering. <laughs> Everyone wondering, this is what actually happened. This is when I actually died. I, I just took my skin suit off for the night. I got itchy. This is what the ambulance ride looked like? Yeah. Pretty much. Bro, did you have a sorority girl come and do this? Or like was this like oh, no, real this, effort? This is all us. This is all us. We actually. They spent like $700 worth of Halloween stuff. Yeah. Funny we story. I actually got to do that tomorrow. Position rough. The decorating position room, so can't wait. Oh, rookie duties! Uh-huh. You gonna go all out? Yeah, man. I got some. I got some props if y'all want to see. Hold on. Yeah, bring it We're just gonna skip straight to Braden sitting down. Oh, here we go. Got some uh, spider webs and nice. okay. spiders on them. You know what I'm saying? Spooky. Okay. 
spider webs, Ooh. you know, <laughs> whatever these are. Not gonna lie, my girlfriend got most of this, so uh, you know, that's some tape, some do not enter tape, some bat okay. skeleton. Hope that could come out, and some eyeballs, some skulls. Yeah, the whole nine. So you know, I'm re- I'm ready for it tomorrow, fella. C plus. You got lights? C plus? No, nah, I need to go get some lights. You got to get the yeah, lights. The lights, lights just bring it all together. Oh, of course. Yeah. You know, I, that was the stuff that we couldn't get from like like a Target or something or Hobby. You got to get a fog like machine. That. You need a fog machine. Ooh, that'd be lit. Fog machine. That would room. that would be lit. What's what's your most annoying rookie duty? What would you say? I actually don't have any. Uh, <laughs> what? I actually don't have a lot of uh, rookie duties, honestly. So hopefully this doesn't get out and uh, y'all cause me to have more. But I mean, maybe stocking a tight end room with snacks. But I mean, I've done that like twice. So are they still really listening bad. to the podcast? Uh, the 49ers are, not anybody else, but like the media uh, team probably is. Yeah. Okay. Shout hey, out to y'all. If y'all are listening. I'm still in good shape if Juice ever decides to retire. <laughs> Come on. If y'all, need, if y'all need some linebackers, I mean, they already got some, but, you know, <laughs> well, yeah, Co- contracts, you know, might be expiring, you know, might be a little pricey to keep them. It is getting a little pricey. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, we got, we got some great talent on this podcast, man. Hey, I, that I, is I, true. I'll, I'll try to put a word in for everybody. Hey, Look so like – are you like done wearing the rookie badge? Was yeah, that, that was a one game team? thing. Yeah, okay, that was okay. a one game thing. I'm glad because that's like a target. That's like a look at me. I'm a rookie. Come at me, target. Please yeah. expose me immediately. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> if I'm on any special teams, they're like, yeah, we're going after that guy. <laughs> oh, so I'm boy. glad that's off. Hey, are one of y'all going to pull off a uh, Jimmy Butler this week for your hair? I kind of already have it going. Jaren has the best chance of it. So we, like, yeah, we got the worms, and like Danny's kind of worked, and mine just kind of didn't. I, I, so. I put some curl cream in my hair. It it's kind of hard to perm a straw. So that's yeah. basically what my hair is at this point. It's like rope. I might get I my hair say, sprayed again. We'll see. How damaged we'll see. do you think that is? My hair is good. I'm not gonna Danny's lie. isn't as bad as mine. Mine is pretty mine, bad. Mine, I've been taking good care of it. I try to take care of it, but. Jaren's is like, hey. Yeah, well. It's like straw. Maybe we should. Well, like... this week, guys, we got a lot of F Texas uh, for me. Are playing Texas, hate Texas, and then we're playing uh, Dallas. So, boys, we just gotta. It's a, it's like a whole like just gotta throw the whole state of Texas away for this week. Can't mess mm-hmm. with any of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. My middle school team that I'm coaching. Um, for all my Oklahoma people, <laughs> we're playing Long Grove, and they're the Longhorns. So, oh wow, Horn, yeah, yeah sure. horns, down. horns down, straight down, horns down. Actually, you yeah. know, I want to, I want to say that I wish I could play in this game so I could get that bad taste out of my mouth. I have confidence that y'all are gonna do what y'all need to do for me and the fellas that left. But I catch so many strays; it is mm. ridiculous how many I strays I catch. Yeah. You've been catching I, quite I really a few. Wanna, 
Bro, I catch so many strays. They're like, yeah, y'all's quarterback last year. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tight end as a quarterback. He was that bad. I was like, <laughs> I'll be like, then our fans would be like, oh, tight end was playing quarterback. Does it count? And I'm like, dang. Yeah, the, nar- the narrative the narrative was our, our backup quarterback was so bad that we moved him to tight end. That would be that would be Braden Miller. <laughs> oh my god. I'm like, fellas, ladies, like, please. Mm. So I don't, think I don't know that how bad, long bro. I don't know how long that's gonna go. I, I don't know. I thought you were I good. The rest of your Honestly. career, realistically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I just think that y'all need to go get a dub this weekend so I don't have to hear about that anymore. Mm-hmm. Y'all right. go get a dub. That fixes all my problems. Yeah, so. pretty much. Mine is a fan too, bro. Bad taste in my mouth last year. Oh, also, let me tell you what Braden did last year, right? Because Jaron doesn't did. like podcast, and I know Danny wasn't listening. So <laughs> Braden comes on here and he's like, yo, like, tune in Saturday. Like, I can't tell you what we're doing. But it's going <laughs> to be lit. Like, just just wait. Bro, they come out on Wildcat, I think, on what, the second drive? <laughs> or was it the first drive? Man. It might no, have it been a, at some point in the first drive. Yeah. It was early. And yeah. bro, I was going crazy. I'm like, yo, like we actually got a chance. Y'all were moving the ball. I'm like, we're gonna win. We this were moving thing. the ball, bro. We went to the red zone like three or four different times, like in that yeah. wildcat package. Like it yeah. actually wasn't bad. We just had to finish. If we would have scored those touchdowns, it's probably a different game because then we're like not putting the defense on the field like immediately because they were on the field all game long last year. So we're we're giving them breaks. They're giving them a chance to you know catch their breath, regroup, whatever. If we would have scored, finished those drives. You know, it's it's a different game. I'm I'm not uh, gonna lie. I'm gonna cut you off, bro. I I don't want to talk about this game no more. I don't like, either. Like, let, let's honest. just stop there, man. I've I've had enough of talking about last year. That, that's in the books, man. Burn the tape. That, that's, I'm I'm sorry, be well, man. You've a lot of football to be played. We can we can just forget it. We can throw that one. In oh, I, 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 I'm 100 percent with you. I I do not mind doing that at all. That was the worst experience I've had as a football player. Hey, chill out. It's them. all I got left. Last year, <laughs> not nah, nah, hey, year before hey, last. Jail, you have a beautiful memory of OU Texas. Let's just let's just keep it there. I do. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. I do. Okay. All right. All right. Before we move on, hold on. This was last year too, and it has nothing to do with the game, but. I want to bring it up real quick. So last year, we um, suggested to a fan, okay, his girlfriend at the time had got invited to a wedding, but th- it was the same day as the game, and he had mm-hmm. hit us up. He was like, yo, should I go to the game or should I go to the wedding? Game. Game. Last year he was probably better off going to the wedding. No, no for sure. To, yeah, that's hindsight. Last year we it said was, the wedding. It was last year. Last year we said, we said the wedding. We, no, we said the wedding, and then we were like, nah, never mind. Go to the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we you probably should. You won't regret it. Go to the game. Ah, uh, yeah, we probably should have told him to stick with the wedding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. if you're listening this year, go to the game this, yeah, year. this year. Go to the game. Go to the game. Okay, <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. Man, all right. Uh, Iowa State at home, parents' weekend, which I didn't know it was going to be parents' weekend. By the way, let's just say there were a lot of moms there. Oh, uh, Jay Hall! Wow! Whoa, Jay Hall! Yeah. Mm. Okay. 
I'm bald, bro. I got a wide age range. What do you want me to say? No, I'm, hey. I'm all for it, dude. APA all pills right. to all ages. Oh, all right, hey, bro. 28, right, right. 33. Cover it, cover it. 40. <laughs> 42, 50. 24. 60. 70. 60, 65, kind of getting there. I don't, I don't know. Hey, the 65 year olds need love too, Jay Hall. <laughs> yep. Oh, also, by the way, shout out to y'all because now Brock has to wear our OU hat all day on Wednesday. So, really? Yeah. Put a little friendly bet on there. Perfect. You know? Riding with the guys. Hey, B, what's your first memory from your time playing sports as a kid? Jay, there was one time I was playing flag football as a kid, man. I was probably like three or four years old. I got the ball. I was a running back. Got the ball. I started okay. running the opposite way. I, yeah. I was moving, though. I was running the opposite way. I was running towards their end zone. <laughs> my mom has it on camera. She was screaming at me to go the other way. I heard my mom turn around, and I scored like a 95-yard touchdown. Jay, I-9 Sports is providing these memories for kids throughout the state of Oklahoma. If you're a parent looking to sign your kid up for youth sports, look no further than I-9 Sports. We highly encourage you to sign your kid up for flag football, but we also have basketball, volleyball, baseball, and soccer. Ages vary from 3 to 14. And parents, here's a great perk for you. Practice and games are on the same day, so it's a one-day-a-week commitment, and the leagues last for only seven weeks. They have locations in the Edmond OKC area, Yukon, Moore, and Norman, so check them out by going to Anon Sports or call 405-225-7048. I'm sorry, Brock, but yeah. my boys got this one. The boys are rolling. Mm. Not facts. Hey, bro, so y'all started off the game hot. Anything leading up to the game that y'all want to touch on before we actually talk about the game. I was there. I had a great time. I got plenty to talk about, but anything outside the ordinary? Um, Jaren, you got anything? I'm trying to think. Nothing too crazy out of the ordinary. I mean. No, no, no. Bro, so every week, Miss Pam, uh, Miss Pam Roof, Coach Roof's wife, makes cookies, all right? Mm. And, you know, usually the linebackers get first dibs on the cookies. Bro, this week, you know, there was no chocolate chips that were they were already out in the locker room before I could get my, my cookies. Oatmeal raisin. No, no. They're, all right. So she Ooh. makes chocolate what? chips that are so good. She mm-hmm. makes really good cookies. All right. She goes, she goes to town on Wednesday night and makes a ton of cookies. So she made chocolate chips, sugar cookie, and then oatmeal chocolate chip, which aren't bad. Like, they're still good. But you, you know just they're want not that as, chocolate chip. You just want the yeah, chocolate. They're chip. just not chocolate chip. You know? They're and not then, chocolate chip. Like after practice on Thursday, by the time I do all my treatment, actually, maybe it was the Friday. I don't know. I, I, bro, I didn't get any chocolate chip cookies, and I was, I was low key butt hurt. That's kind of out of the ordinary. I usually have like a ton before they even get passed down, but I didn't have a chance for that, which is kind of, kind of bummed me out. Would y'all say chocolate chip is the pinnacle of cookies? Absolutely, one hundred percent. There's, it has to be, huh? Actually, what, what, except the, what except can, the what little, can even argue no be, way. I, I, growing up, dude, those little ones, like the sugar cookies that have the frosty on top, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, those the are ones they used to bring to uh, like, like the New class Year's functions. And, yeah, yeah, New Year, yeah. Those like, are bring for the class party. Yeah. I, I, I think so. I think like Toll House chocolate chip cookies, like, like come on, man. You can't beat them. What a, what about like those super soft ones? Either you love them or you hate them. You know what I'm talking I about? I like which one? I like I like soft, like the soft Chips Ahoy cookie. I know it's like Chips Ahoy, so it's like no, they're not like real, uh, but like they're good. I'll take, I'll take. No, I they love can be the like, soft. I'll take. <laughs> I love them. 
I, I, I like like I like like the gooey ones, bro. Like, you know, like, what I'm talking like about? the little like under, not the like a little under, not under, per se. Like, but I know like, what you're talking about. It's like, like when you're picking it up, it's like about to like crumble. Mm-hmm. Basically. Like it's starting yeah, to bend. If you hold it on one end, it'll fall apart on the it's other. Gonna bend. It's like a yeah. New York pizza, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's got like, a little curve. You know, mm. I didn't know that would be the topic of conversation tonight. Cookies. Hey, speaking mm. of. Beamer used to bring them faithfully. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. a good time. Me, me and Danny are yeah. still planning on uh, baking cookies for our, our neighbors. Yeah. Jared for for those of you who don't know, me and Danny are neighbors. We live like down the street from each other. So we were going to try to do our best to bake some cookies and give them to our neighbors. We noticed, for... we noticed Jaren has some some neighbors that look look quite attractive. You know, like, <laughs> we, we, we haven't been able to like. We have been able to see them, but like you know, we've kind of just seen them like coming and going, like in passing, mm-hmm. like maybe like seeing the back mm-hmm. of their head, like some, like you know, like our like, age we, range. We just, saw, we just saw blonde hair look kind of young, blonde man. girls. I was gonna say, like, y'all saw y'all saw a figure in blonde hair. Come on, man. And we were thinking, you know, bake so them, we were like, yeah, bake them some cookies, uh, no, bake like, them some cookies, up? and uh, take them over there and say what's up. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, lazy. I, I live here, you know. Uh, listen, ladies, hey, do people ever get y'all confused? Like just out in public or in school, they they see like the big buff one, and then oh they see the one God. with the, the straw hair, and then it's like it's obvious. I will admit, <laughs> Jaron Jaron grows a better beard than me. I'll give him that. I'm I, I'm a little patchy, like right there. I've been working on it, if you know what I mean. Uh, I, just... I grow a better mustache. Ooh, we got three beards and mustache. one lonely guy up at the top but right. The, but the but the mustache is. Fine. I grow. I can if I can grow it. I I can curl it up, dude. If I really wanted to. Stash is fire though. My stash, stash is pretty fire. thin. I'm but kind I don't, of into that. Guy. Only the only flaw is my Fu Man shoe does shoe doesn't really grow in too strong for OSU, which is kind of a uh, negative. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna try and grow it out this year, but yeah, it doesn't really like. You know. I feel you, bro. Mine's a little mm-hmm. thin too. Like you don't really like. You know what I'm saying? I just got that. Can't relate. Blonde, blonde. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, way to set the tone for the podcast, B Willie. Yeah. Do you like hey. do you like take care of your beard? Like, do you, do you do it or you just like yeah, do you, let it do any beard oil or anything oh, like that? Yeah, yeah. Are you, dress. Are you no, I'm not a beard guy. Oil guy. I, I wash my beard. Believe it or not, wash it. Yeah, there you go. You gotta wash the beard, condition it. I mean, I brush it. Right now, I, I just got up from you know lounging, so like it's not anything special right now brush it comb it you know what i'm saying but now nah, mm. no beard oil i think that's just that's too much i don't have the time or the patience to be sitting there like yeah yeah you know what i'm saying uh, bro you just, i've seen the stuff on tiktok of like the hair regrowth stuff i've seen dudes that have are literally like have no hair and then it grows back like pretty pretty well so maybe we could look into that mm. <laughs> maybe maybe get a sponsor maybe we get a sponsorship Help one what, of our uh, one of our podcast members here out. I'm not gonna say any names, but. but let's just try it, dude. This could be a really good experience. Like, like yeah, you mean never, don't you knock know, until dude, you try it. You know, you have. Well, that, we like, might we might eliminate one of Jay Hall's age ranges for him his dating pool. True. But, I mean, but you know, next yeah, thing you know, he has true, these nice bro. little beautiful Jerry curls. You know, looking mm. all cute. Oh, Jerry Ooh. curls for Jerry. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Come oh, we gotta do it! Come on, bro. You gotta get it back. You gotta try it, bro. Hey, how about this? How about that? From now on, thirty-five and up will be all right. Fine. All right. How about from now on, you start growing the hair out till till the end of the season, or till about till, maybe till a, a lot. Make till a bet lose. right now. Grow the hair out till make, we lose. Yeah, I was gonna make a grow bet. It. If 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 te- if y'all beat Texas, Jay Hall 
has to grow up the hair. Bro, I can't do and it. And if and if we lose, I shave my head. I I work in the oh, 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 oh. Okay. No, 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 no. No, I don't Jill. care about what you're saying right now, Jay. Jill. We gotta do that bet. Danny, Danny copies your look and then you attempt to copy his. Oh my bet. gosh, that's a terrible bet. Please. Why not the other way around? Why not a sooner win? Danny goes bald. Like what? Like why would we do that? I don't like those odds. Uh, it's, it's not. It's not great. <laughs> I feel like the first one. The first one's a good one. Like the first one's the best I like one. I mean, funny. we'll let Sooner Nation. We'll let Sooner Nation decide. Sooner Nation, drop in the comments if we should have Jay Hall grow his hair back after a Sooner dub, and Danny. Vice versa, if we lose, which we're not even going to talk about that because that's not the possibility. So, looks like you're getting Jerry curls, Jerry. Mm. Third play of the game, we get the Billy Bowman interception. <laughs> Crowd was going nuts. That place was electric. Crowd was, was going crazy. That was it, refreshing it, to it's, see. It, it's I'm one of those like it's one of those crowd moments that really makes the hair on the top of your head stand up. You know, like it's I hate you all. the stadium's just vibrating and shaking. I don't know. I don't know if uh, Jay Hall experienced like quite like I did, but I feel like I'm losing control of my podcast. <laughs> it's not even mine anymore. I guess it is y'all's. All right, Sooner Nation. You know this pod stresses a key phrase: drip or drown. Drip or drown rings especially true on OU game days. Jay, the good thing is our sponsor, Homefield Apparel, is making sure our OU fans and college fans across the country look good on game day. Homefield is a premium collegiate apparel brand based in Indianapolis. They emphasize their commitment to creating incredibly comfortable, officially licensed apparel with vintage college designs. Homefield designs are super unique because they dove into the archives and history of each school using unique logos, mascots, and iconic moments to create thoughtfully designed apparel. Hey, some of our favorites on the podcast are the Play Like a Champion t-shirt, the University of Oklahoma crew neck, and of course, the 2023 Softball World Series Championship t-shirt. Sooner Nation, check them out for yourself at homefieldapparel.com, where you can see their selection of colleges available. And guess what? Our listeners get 15% off their first order with the discount code PRAIRIE23. <laughs> That's PRAIRIE23. How electric was that? To the crib. Stadium yeah. was shaking. Hair was standing yeah. up. Some hair. I was very I was very excited. I'm not going to lie. I thought y'all were just going to run them out the stadium after that. I was like, yeah. I was like, uh-oh, here it goes. But, yeah. Bro, the thing is, like, we celebrate too hard. <laughs> the next drive, we're always yeah. so tired. And the Bro, offense key? that comes out is fresh. And we are exhausted. That's one thing about it. Take six. That is definitely not you just celebrate so hard, and then you're gonna come right back out and get back on defense after you just celebrate so hard. You're just so tired. <laughs> Key Lawrence but, wasn't even blocking anybody. I think he was just like, "Come on, Billy," and he just he did was, that he was taking to the, the promised land. He was there for moral support. He was. <laughs> oh boy! Him. Hey, no, that that was a good pick. Um. Good job on uh, you guys applying pressure. Really, bro, I think y'all played man like, what, 80% of the snaps, it seemed like. Am I wrong? Wait, we were in quite a bit. There was one man call oh. in particular that we did a lot that wasn't really. We kind of messed up 
actually today in the meeting, like if you would, if you hadn't known how the game went and you were in the first, probably half of our meeting today, you probably would have thought we'd lost the way that like, we were just so hard on ourselves and so strict on our details. Like just the energy in that room, like you could have dropped a needle in there. Like it was so tense talking about like, because there there was stuff like that we could get exposed by that we didn't. And then additionally, it was the stuff that we did get exposed, which we don't really need to talk about. You guys saw it, but it's just, yeah. Very good, hard coaching in that moment today, which is good. That's what we need. No, that's good, man. Yeah, that's good. You can't always, you know what I'm saying? Y'all are playing well, but, I mean, you can't tell yourselves that y'all are playing well. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got to keep on acting like, you know, y'all are grinding it out. Good hard coaching, man. It's, it's you know, because that's kind of the, the circumstance we're in. That's always a good thing. So, I, Hopefully they keep the pressure on y'all. That's that's the biggest thing. Never get complacent. Mm-hmm. No, I like the man to man. I think we talked about it last week. You know, when you're playing man, then you're pretty much putting all your faith into the DBs, especially when you got four receivers and single high safety coverage. Um, can you guys talk to us about, I guess Billy and um who else was the other person billy and key made the same mistake trying to figure out where they were going to jump the ball tackle the guy um both led to a touchdown um what what was the response from the coaches on that one or from themselves yeah can you guys hear me yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so yeah i mean right now we lead the country interceptions which Mm -hmm. i mean that doesn't happen just it's bro honestly like look at like trayvon diggs a few years ago like, dude was making so many plays, but obviously, like, when you have playmakers that are going for the ball, I mean, sometimes, you know, they're not really focused on, you know, kind of hitting the receiver. You know what I'm saying? You know, they're kind of focused on, all right, here's the ball in the air. And I want, I'm going to take a shot at it. And I think, you know, kind of miscalculated it. But, dude, honestly, like, I'm taking that that bet, like, 50-50. Like, you know, I'm, right. I'm, cool with them, I'm cool with them going for that because, like, in the game of football, like, a turnover is so, like, impactful. Like the mm-hmm. spread of having an interception, I mean, right? Because you know, if he like catches that, that, yeah, if he catches yeah. that, that's an immediately game-changing event. So I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. cool with that too. I mean, obviously, you know, you kind of don't want those mistakes, but you know, if something like that happens, man, it's not the end of the world. You know, that's just Oklahoma kind of just beating Oklahoma. You know, they're not doing anything, uh, you know, anything game plan wise or something like that. It's just like an explosive play. It's not even like a bust. Like he's right there. You know, those are guys that have made so many big plays for us, you know, in the past and something like that. So, I mean, you just got to have all faith in them. You know, the last thing you want to do is start pointing fingers, you know, you know, kind of mm. mess them up when they're just trying to make a play on the ball, being competitive ball players. And, you know, realistically, you know, you got to have people like that on the team. Obviously, you know, it hurts in those moments, but, you know, when he comes up with a crazy play in the Cincinnati game or Billy with the pick six, you know, right before, man, it's like it changes the momentum so much. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think you, know, you got to live and die with those mistakes. Yeah. And what, and I mean, it's almost like. Is, go ahead. No, you're good. Go ahead. I was, I was just gonna say, what's important too is you know being that that teammate to help lift that guy up and express your confidence in them and express that you know that like they're not, you know what they were thinking. You know it was it was they're trying to make a play on the ball. You got you got to build them up and you know hey, all right next rep we'll get you next rep. That it happens. You know that's that's how football goes. So you know being being the teammate to help pick that guy up and surround that guy with love and confidence. You know and helping play the next play is like. You know, last year it seems like we kind of got in a funk sometimes. You know, just I didn't play very much to watch from the sidelines. It just seemed like, you know, if a, if something bad happened or something went down, we'd almost get in a funk and couldn't come out. And so, 
having those guys to to support you when when, when you make that mistake is, is also a really good thing that, that I think we've gotten a lot better at this year. And, you know, that just comes with how tight we are as a unit and everything and how much we, we love and respect and, and are, co- are confident in each other and, and confident in the guy next to us. So, 100%. And what I was going to say was this football is like, you know, I couldn't put a percentage on it, but it's a little bit coaching a lot of like players. Players make the game, right? And so a lot of times what fans don't understand is that like coaching technique and stuff only gets you so far. Sometimes you have to have players that have the ability to go make a play. You know what I'm saying? Take a risk, take a gamble, whatever. Like we always hear about how Roy Williams, you know, Superman play wasn't even supposed to happen. Like he was not supposed to jump. Coach Stoops actually told him do not jump. He still did it. And that became the play. So I just think when people are talking about that that in particular, you got to understand that playmakers make plays. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes it don't. But when it all works out, everybody's happy. So that's something you kind of got to live and die with. And like you said, just having the support to be able to lift y'all up like one mistake. It doesn't cost y'all the game. You know what I'm saying? As long as y'all get back on y'all stuff, focus on the, the details and just continue to grind. Like one mistake won't kill a game. Mm-hmm. Shoot your shot, man. Shoot your shot. One thing that I will say, just reiterating what Braden just said, you'll never learn if you don't fully commit one way or the other. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're always teeter tottering, if you're always playing it safe, then you'll never fully have the confidence to make one decision or the other. So mm-hmm. while granted, Billy and Key gave up an interception, I mean, a, a touchdown, um, you learn from it. Like you guys said, you learn from it and you don't become the number one leader in the nation of interceptions if you don't. All right. One thing I did like about what happened afterwards is war was the response. You know, mm-hmm. you give up two touchdowns. Um, things are happening fast. Uh, <laughs> we get the pick six, then they score. All right. We get the ball back, score. They get a score. You know, we were trading blows at the beginning of the game, and I was kind of like, man, you know, the typical Big 12, high-scoring, no-defense type of game. Is that what this is going to turn into? And after, you know, after the first quarter, you guys ended up proving us wrong. You have a shutout, basically, in the second half. What was your guys' mindset? after you got punched in the mouth early on. The running back was breaking tackles, making long runs. How did you guys uh, respond personally to that? Yeah, you know, initially, you know, they were a team that did a lot of, like, stretch and inside zone, you know, kind of schemes. You know, for the people that don't know, you know, that's kind of just – I think, honestly, people are the offensive guy can kind of explain that. You know, we like to get into the technical terms here. So why don't you give them a little rundown on that? Yeah, I mean, inside zones, you know, you're you're basically – it's what it sounds like for anybody that doesn't know. So you're you're running, everybody's stretching out to the side, and you're running, you're basically creating gaps, zones, as we call it. And you want to hit the inside zone. A lot of times inside zones cut back. So what you'll see a lot of times is uh, you'll either have like a sifter, like a cross sifter, or like a tight end in the wing cutting off the backside so that you could cut it back all the way to the backside. But on that, you just, you know, we're blocking – inside zone to the right everybody's taking the inside zone footwork to the right which is a lot shorter than the outside zone like 
Outside zones, we're running off the ball. Inside zones, we're just staying on our track towards a man, and we're using combo blocks to get up to the linebackers. That's all the inside zone is. And it just gives the running back the ability to be able to pick his gap, try to get the linebackers to shoot their guns into the wrong like gap, you know what I'm saying? You can influence a running a linebacker by how you're pushing your ankles and everything. So that's essentially what the inside zone is. Yeah, so they were doing a lot of that, you know, a lot of stretch, you know, kind of like he's saying, you know, as a linebacker, you know, typically when you get a stretch, you know, the first initial reaction is kind of go with that flow. You know, that's kind of what they want you to do. They want you to you yeah. know, spread you out so that they can find a crease. But, you know, you know, you know, when you're when you're going against, obviously, you know, you're, you're taught now to, you know, spike the gaps, you know, eliminate them, you know, to create the knockback when they're going sideways. But so that was kind of their game plan. You know, what we've seen previously, that's kind of what we studied yeah. all week. Danny, before you move on real quick, um, just touching on what he was talking about. So Brady just talked about the inside zone. Um, everybody's working inside out. Um Danny just mentioned the stretch play outside zone. Okay, so, so um, how he just said about the flow. All right, the reason they were having success with that early on is because we were playing man. Okay, so you get no run support from the back end. So if think, uh, let's just say you got two by two receivers, right? If we're playing man, uh, you got a corner and a safety on one. You got a corner and a safety on another. Uh, or let's just say we're three by one to the short side of the field. We call it the boundary. Okay, if we're running stretch to the boundary, then it's basically man on man across the board. Like each lineman has a, a, a end, a tackle, a, a linebacker. And what happened was Danny, how he just said he wasn't. Uh, what was the S word that she used, Danny? Hmm. Spike, spike the gaps. Sp- spike the gap. Okay, that means fill the gap. Also, in simpler terms, it means stop the flow. So when they started running the stretch plays early on, they weren't able to stop the flow, which enabled gaps to be open for the running back. Let me correct you there. We had no problem stopping the stretch or the inside zone, which was wrong. Early early on, bro, he definitely bust about 40 yards. Bro, let let me set up the story. Y'all were running games on the front end. Let me me set up the story, man. So this is a team that did a lot of stretch and inside zone. And this game, they started doing gap scheme, which we're always going to get to, which is what got us. Because mm-hmm. we haven't practiced gap scheme much. We haven't really seen it. But I think it was good because Texas also runs a lot of gap scheme. We can get into that. But they started doing some counters down arounds, and which also in man, you got to have really tight. you got to have the right fitter. So whenever they move those gaps, you know, if they take it some two guys or one guy from the other side, that creates, you know, three more gaps or two more gaps on the play side. And so we were kind of a little rusty and kind of fitting those properly. And mm-hmm. that was kind of what threw us off because we were practicing the inside zone, the outside zone, and the stretches so much that that's kind of where the run game happened, where our fits weren't perfect. So they were able to create those little seams. Not only yeah. that, and we also touched on this in previous podcasts, but uh, a staple of this team and a really big thing that they're known for is a lot of jump shift trade motion. Uh, which basically means they're going to change. The starting picture is going to change by the time the play happens. So they're going to motion a guy this way. They're going to trade a guy this way. They're going to swap. They're going to pull with a down around encounters. They're going to take linemen. They're going to pull them and run them to the other side. And so when they're doing all this to try and get the defense out of whack, it just adds a whole nother layer of, okay, really trying to lock down on where I'm supposed to be. And how, like it, it kind of messes up the angles and the timing and everything. And so that's something that we, we knew they were going to do. We were anticipating it. But, you know, obviously – uh, the scout team can't give a perfect look during the week. So kind of getting out there during the game, it's a little bit like feeling it out. 
in the, in the first few mm-hmm. plays or so. But and then you know early on game plan wise, a lot of the stunts that we were running were were for like the the zone schemes and stuff like that. So then you know as a scheme, it's kind of like chess, you know, against the offensive defense coordinator. So yeah, when we're calling the when we're calling the stunts, you know, and we're aligned for the zone, and they're getting us a bad team to kind of get to some bad calls where we're, we have guys out of position. You know, we're, we're doing a half line stunt kind of. It's good against the stretch, but it's not so much good against the uh, the counter. You know, we yeah. got to do a full line sunset moving guys half a gap. I mean, and, and we talked, we touched on this last year. I think Jay Hall and I did when we were going through rough patches in the season. Um, people don't understand that. Like, this is another you know Division One football program with coaches that are getting paid, guys that are getting scholarships. You know that you know we're the best of their high school, et cetera, et cetera. Like they're gonna make adjustments too. Like they like they're playing Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. You don't think they had a plan? You know what I'm saying? So like I just implore people not to freak out when they see the initial, like the first you know couple drives of a game. Like there's a lot of feeling out. It's like a boxer, you know. Like it's like boxers like filling each other out, and then like later on in a fight, that's when they start getting into it. But I see a lot of people stress out for no reason early on in the game and. Like, meanwhile, I'm just cooling. Like, I, I know, because you know what I'm saying? You, you mm-hmm. got to fill it out. So, meanwhile, while I'm watching the game, I have a very different, and I'm, I imagine you do too, Jay Hall. I have a di- very different perspective than most fans do. You're looking at X's and O's, baby. Yeah. X's and O's. And offense is always going to come out with something that, that we didn't anticipate or we didn't practice. That's just kind of the way it is. We have such a short time to prepare. We can't possibly get to everything they could possibly do. So, there's always going to be a is kind of reactive. Yeah, it, it's, no. defense is kind of reactive in general. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Offense can literally do – like, they could not have run any, like, gaff scheme ever before, but that's easy to put in. You know what I'm saying? Like, all you got to do mm-hmm. is teach it throughout the weekend. You could run it – you could run it efficiently within five days. Yeah, defense like don't playing. know what you're going to pull out. Yeah, We're playing yeah. OU this week. Let's put it in. I know we've never yeah, ran yeah, it ever. Yeah. How you're saying going, you guys – going to Norman. How you guys can yep. install just a play like that and learn in five days, you know, on the defense side of the ball, we have to figure out a way to guard that play in every single one of our calls. And so yeah. you install one play, then we have to figure out how to fit it 30 different ways, pretty essentially. Yeah. And recognize it, right? Because, and, and I mean, recognize. like y'all said, y'all, like Iowa State did a lot of jump shifts, a lot of motioning, a lot of changing, like, looks on y'all. So, like, people – for people that understand, all they're doing is trying to get to the same play in different formations, different ways, just trying mm-hmm. to mess with y'all's eyes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. An example so. from when me and Braden played, we had something called purple. All right. Now, purple could mean any play for any given week. And as a matter of fact, Lincoln will like schedule our offense for like the following week. So like you would prepare for what we ran last week and Lincoln would have like a whole another 20, 25 set of plays just for that specific team. Knowing that you guys would align a certain way based off a previous look that you ran like two games before or three games before. They're like, hey, if we line up like this, we know in this situation they're going to do that. So we might as well run a different play that can. So not every, not every plays, not every play is the same every single week. Um, Speaking of the offense, though, touching on them real quick, um, Jaron, you mentioned never knowing what an offense is going to come out of on the first drive, let alone the first play. B. Willie, we go with a flea flicker on the first play. I love it. Play. <laughs> I love it. You got to throw a flea flicker against Iowa State. 
You just got to. I love it. Yeah. I, I, you know I, what I, I want to see this week? Which just second? like a little foreshadow. I just want to see te- uh, against Texas, the first play of the game, I want to see Wildcat. Just for the, like, you know. Yeah. Just, just, just for giggles. I just, just, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, <laughs> nah, the flea flicker was great. And I think offense played great, man. Like, just, just starting off, like, you know, mm-hmm. like Iowa State had a plan. They switched it up. You know, they, they were getting us a little bit. Like, you just have to adjust. But that's part of uh, complimentary football. Like, offense did its job while defense had to make the adjustments. And that's what that's what a great team does. I think that picking back of what you said about just making plays, Gabe um, – Dylan? Um, yeah, <laughs> my bad. DG did a <laughs> – bro, I blank. DG did a great job of just making the simple plays, like – pitch and catch bro like simple outs on third down uh nick had um a good post curl concept uh sometimes i think that levy can get caught up in in running so many concept type plays like you got a slant and go in the middle of the field you got a drag on the backside, which um you know has its effect in at certain times of the game but sometimes you know a simple curl will do a simple out will do you know, one, two, three pass, one, two, three pass. You know, DG was getting things, getting the ball out in rhythm. And when you can keep that up for offense, it really starts to feel like practice. You know, it's not, oh, uh, we don't get the first and 10. Um, maybe we get a sack at second and 15. Like, we're not in rhythm. So I think they did a good job of, of coming out strong early. Um, what, do you, what do you think about DG and uh, – bro, which one of y'all has some girl blowing up your phone? It's him. It's him. I don't know how to mute it, bro. Like, I'm, I don't know. DG touchdown. Runs over somebody. Boom. Runs over. Mm. They're captain. Does he lift? Boom. They're is he captain. Schmitty, is he Schmitty built? Is Dylan he is definitely Schmitty built. I saw a lot of Schmitty built activities on uh, Saturday. I was very pleased. Uh, Jay mm. Gibb. Well, uh. Make a miss, power into the end zone. I like it. Oh, hey, that mm-hmm. play, it, it was a third down. And, you know, I'm on punt. And so, obviously, every third down, it's like, punt team, get ready. Or maybe it yeah. was fourth down. It might have been, I don't know, it was third or fourth down. And so, I was right by the offense. Like I was like, you know, you get curious, like, oh, what's the play call? What's the play call? And they came out with, like, some diamond formation. And, like, Blake Smith went tight. And was like, oh, dude, like, Jacob should score on this play. And then – he should like totally score on this play. Yeah, and then Jacob, I guess so. Jacob had like a route, and he like walked off the line, and then Coach Matt Wells is like, "Go, Gib!" Like he like yells at him. I guess he wasn't supposed to do that, but then they threw it to him. He caught it, and then I was like, "Dude, he literally just called that." I thought it was so crazy. He just predicted that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot hey. of times, the offensive player uh, can kind of predict what, like, just based off the. Based off what the play is and, like, if you see the look, like, if it's a look that we practice all week in practice and you're like, oh, man, this is it, this is it. Like, like Jay Hall said, we used to have a play called Purple and we used to run it against TCU all the time. And we knew when they ran their quarters, like, it was going to score every single time. And so we would get over – we would be over there excited, like, oh, oh, here it go, here it go. So, hey, he's predicted. Peyton blowing, block punt. Mm. Talk playmaker, playmaker, one hundred percent. 
We could have scored though. Reminds me of a young me back in the day. You know, I had two oh. blocks as a freshman. Yup. Yup. You know, two mm. two pop blocks. I did. Yeah. Kansas and West Virginia. Coach V. Larry said a stat. He's like, this is the first time a, 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 someone has blocked two punts in a season since 2004. I swear he said that stat. No, he said two Actually, punts in the same game. Yeah. No, no. He didn't block two punts. He blocked two punts in the same game? No, mm-hmm. no. He said two. Oh, no, no, no. no. Oh, in season. No, I, I will say, though, I think uh, I think I did lie. One was in 18 and one was in 19, if I'm not uh, See, we caught you with the Coach B. He told us today in the meeting, he said, whenever he said that, this is the first time in years that a player blocked the season. I was trying to remember because I had Mm -hmm. had a special team player versus West V my freshman year. Yeah, the truth comes out. Did y'all see? What it was is I I recovered an onside kick versus West Virginia my freshman year to win the game. That's different. Mm. Yeah, it's still a, it's still a, I'll give it to you. It's still a, uh, I'll give it to you. It's still a B game plus. breaking play. B plus. B plus. Give me an A. A minus. A minus. A minus. Hey, bro. All that work from Peyton, and he didn't, and y'all didn't even score. That was, hey, that was the goofy. I'm not gonna lie. Was that Trace? Yeah. Hey man. Hey man. Hey, 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 did you see me in the back of the end zone? Yeah. He was. We can put a, probably put a clip in. Jay Hall got so excited, the ball just came right to his feet. <laughs> bro, my friends hit me up. They were like, yo, Jay Hall, you're on national TV. I'm like, yeah, bro, I had to find a way back to it. Hey, you the have ball probably the always way. finds its way it's, back. You got home. some good seats, man. Right on the field. Yeah. How do you do that? Like, once you're in a line, they let you do whatever. Hey, bro, when you get to this side, I'll let you know. But until then, right. don't worry it's about a secret. it. You can't. If you know, you know. Yeah, don't worry about it, cuz. Football that, that always finds its way back to Jeremiah Hall's hands. Come on, yes, sir. As always. Anyway. Yes, sir. All right. Hey, who uh, who else did good? Um, there are a couple of shout outs. Uh I felt like Stog on offense started the game strong. Um some big key blocks on the first draw. So shout out to Austin Stogner. Uh nice Drizzy catch. Drake well. Stoops, boy. <laughs> Dog. Have a freaking day, bro. We gotta yeah, get on the podcast. Yeah, Driz is the Driz is the man. Hey, also, hey, uh, no, Marcus Major. Yeah, Marcus oh, Major. Yeah. Hey, yeah. that man can Brandon run, bro. He, he's been, you know, mm-hmm. banged up, but it was so good to have him back, bro. That man is a trailblazer. He's so sure. he's so talented, man. Marcus is so talented. Like, I, I really want to see him just, you know, injury free because when he when he's healthy, man, he he had that one catch he caught off his helmet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that he's was afraid. That was. It's, it's awesome yeah. seeing him play. Yeah, yep, I sure. heard you, Danny. Um, B. Thompson on the fifty-yard yeah. bomb down the field. Love to see That's that. Huge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nick Anderson, oh, my boy. Man, we can go all day about these receivers, man. Oh, the receivers yeah. look great, man. It, it gets yeah. me excited, man. And DG I, just Dyson. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, it just looks all great, man. Brady, I went to the locker room after the game, and I um, I I told uh, I told G. Freaky, one big fan. Um, have our first conversation with him for the first time. We knew of each other, but like hadn't met. But uh, I talked right. to Nick too, and I told him, I'm like, bro, like I knew you were gonna be good, but I didn't think it was gonna happen like this. Like five touchdowns, five. That's you know, I think that's a um, that's like a way understand. to take advantage like, of your opportunity, though, because yeah. he didn't start off as the you know like a guy well, like. 
we knew he was going to be good. We knew he was going to be a key part to this offense. But to, like, have the effect that he had on this year, like, that just mm-hmm. only comes with taking advantage of the opportunities. You get mm-hmm. opportunity, you make a play. Get opportunity, you make a play. Then after a while, the coach is like, every time we give him opportunity, he makes a play. So we need to go to him more. So. Mm-hmm. Hey, the the. the demoralizing blow though that I thought that pretty much capped the game off before halftime was the Gentry Williams interception. Mm. Great heads up play. Um he just keeps finding a way to show up. Mm. Uh Danny, Jaron, wrapping up the the second half, the back end of the game, how would you grade the defense's overall production on the day? Um fast start but slow start um given two busted coverages but at the same time quality football uh what's you guys's re- reflection on the defense c plus c plus it's all right could have been better okay. yeah we got we got I a lot like to improve it. on uh, i think um we were t- i was talking about this during the game i was like man like i feel like we stunk today like we really weren't that bad i mean just like inside looking out we i just feel like we have a lot to improve on like we're making strides obviously but we're nowhere near where we need to be. You know, I think, you know, obviously we're, we're making good, making good improvement every single week. You know, this is kind of a week to week sport, you know, you're supposed to improve, you know, if, you, if you're going to be right where you were at the week one, you know, it's not, not how that goes, but you know, we're making little improvements, but we really got to clean some stuff up. We put some bad stuff on tape, but you know, we, we know that though. So we're obviously we're working on to improve that. I think mm-hmm. we're I was, I was actually laughing during the game. Like, right, man, like we're so disappointed in ourselves and like, we're only holding to 20 points. I feel like no shade, but like previous defenses, this would be like, this is a historic night for us, man. <laughs> we held yeah. him to 20. This is, let's celebrate. This, this, uh, this is yeah. insane. Like Norman's going to riot. Like That's what hey, I was going to say. Like, I, I'll tell you this real quick from my perspective, bro. I used to feel like our offense had to go out there and score nine times out of 11. So if that tells oh, yeah. you anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we used to it, go into games and be like, "Hey, fellas, you know, we every time the offense go on the field, we got to score." Like, you know, yeah. so like it, and and you're right, like you know, like a lot of times, twenty points, like twenty points for most teams is gonna win a game. You know what I'm saying? So I was pleased with you know how y'all adjusted and came back and played, but like the way y'all still have like hunger, like y'all hungry to improve. Don't lose that because that's special. Yeah, I mean, if you look at it, they had three plays with 167 yards. I mean, we just got to eliminate those explosive plays like we talked about. You know, obviously they happen, but, you know, they can't happen at the, at the, the big scheme of things. Mm-hmm. Wrapping things up, fellas, moving on from Iowa State, we'll keep this part brief. You know what time it is. Mm. You see that? Mm. I see it. You see that? We see it. Mm. What's understood ain't got to be said. Mm-hmm. What do we need to know about Texas this week? How you feeling? Where you at? Talk to us. Ain't got to be long. Ain't got to be short. What's on your mind? Honestly, I think, you know, last year happened. You know, that's obviously been kind of a big focal point, you know, all throughout the off season. You know, I don't mm-hmm. think much needs to be said. You know, this episode, I think we can dive into it a little bit more next episode. You know, just because all the preparation is still pretty early and everything going into it right now. I mean, obviously, man, you come to Oklahoma for one reason. You know, you you won't come in here unless this game's on your mind. This is probably one. This is probably the biggest game. This this game is bigger than you know a lot. 
Oh, yeah. And I think yeah. guys, especially especially that were on the team last year, you know, that have been through so much. You know, you know how it is, man. This is a game that you want bad. Like this is this game's bigger than life, man. I think especially wearing that Oklahoma in the front of your jersey, like there's so much history and past, so much sacrifice from the previous guys, you know, us being keepers of the room. Like this game means so much to so many people in the state of Oklahoma that like this game is bigger than life. You know, if you're, if you're representing that jersey, man, you got to put all out you can this one week. I mean, obviously the preparation doesn't change because, you know, we prepare to a standard, not to an opponent. But with that mm-hmm. being said, I think the mindset is, you know, it's it's Oklahoma. Just that's just what it is, man. It's just how it goes, man. It's just kind of something that doesn't need to be said. Everyone knows it. Everyone thinks it. There is nothing like this game. We prepare to a standard, not to an opponent. Somebody quote that. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's something that, you know, obviously, because, I mean, man, you can't treat any team differently. You know, I think that was kind of something that we did last year, and I think it's a bad habit, man. I think that's how you have games where you go into it and play down to an opponent because you prepared, you know, like you were, you know, like you're an undefeated team, you know, like every, you know, that's why we have that mindset every week. We're just trying to go one and no, because, you know, the second you let the foot off gas, you know, it's very easy last week to, you know, think about, oh, we have Texas coming up. So we're, we're going to look past them and start preparing for, you know, preparing for them instead of preparing for Iowa State. I think we even did that, you know, last year too, going to the K-State game, stuff like that. And so, you know, obviously, you know, you touch that stove, you know, the stove's hot. And so you learn a lesson there. I think it's been a big focal point, man. You prepare to the standard. You know, the, the best is the standard. So every single week, you got to give your best. Mm-hmm. Hey, some Venable lines right there. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, we're Sounds surrounded like for listening. 30 hours a day. <laughs> True. <laughs> hey, man, I, I'll tell you this. Now that I'm no longer playing, this is the game that I think about the most. All right. Uh, this is I, I think about every little detail, the, the the comeback, the years before, Kyler Murray, all that. So with that being said, submit your legacy. All right. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. That's all luck, I don't fellas. think we gotta say more than that. Good luck to you fellas. Um we got anything else for our listeners this week, y'all? It's up. Beat Texas. No. All right. No. All right, y'all. Do this too. Later.